And we're back for another par train. Strat, it's just yeah. you and me. Sir Mac mm-hmm. can't find his laptop. So shocked. it's shocked. just us. This was a fun interview. This is unlike any interview we've done before um, with Josh Kelly, trick chart artist. But before we get to that, I want to kick it to you. I know we normally talk about rowback, but mm-hmm. you just started your training. I did. With Super Speed I Golf, did. who's another one of our partners. Yeah. And I just want to give you the floor. Well, you know what? Uh, I knew the data existed. Um, oh. We talked at length about that nonstop desire for more speed. Okay. <laughs> Phil's hitting bombs. I'm a little jealous. New year, new me. So I pulled the sticks out. I started using them. And I got to say, it's uh, surprising um, uh, how much work you're actually putting into it. Like mm. by the time I'm finished with the little. The little sequence, I, uh, I've worked myself up into a pretty good lather. Um, and, but what's been fun is I uh, have a simulator in my garage. Um, yep. So, uh, Name I mean, drop. Having, you know, you were there. Yeah, no big deal. Look yeah. into it. <laughs> no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm in, the, I'm in the trip chamber, as I like to call the garage, just uh, grinding. I figure, well, you know, why don't we get the sticks out? Why don't we start this whole process? So I, uh, I'll, I'll hit some shots, and then I go and I use the speed sticks, and I run through the whole protocol. And then I go back to the sim, and sure as shit, you know, I'm getting five, six extra yards on certain clubs. You know, the swing speed jumps up three or four miles per hour. Um, it's, it's pretty wild. Uh, the, I will say, for anyone that's tried them, the left-handed swinging may be one of the most terrifying things that you'll ever do. Mm. I'm always convinced. I'm going to lose those clubs and put them through my neighbor's window. Haven't done it yet. Thinking about maybe duct taping them. We're not, not sure yet. But um, they're great. Uh, you're you're going to get a workout. I was a little bit sore the next day. And, uh, you know, I do, I do smash the iron. So I was pretty surprised to find that my core was so engaged. But uh, mm. I'm seeing the results already. And supposedly, you know, if you crunch the numbers, it, you'll just keep going up as long as you stick with it. So that is code PARTRAIN. Code Partrain. Code Partrain for 10% off of your super speed system. And just to give context in case people don't know what super speed is, it's basically a training system with three different sets of weighted clubs um, that, would, how would you say, just tricks your brain and your body to swing um, yeah, faster? Exactly. I think it's called overtraining or something. It has to do with uh, muscle memory and 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 tricking your brain into to moving faster than you normally do. So you'll you'll hit the light one first. You then proceed through to the heavier ones, and then you come back to that light one. And sure enough, you're swinging it way faster than you did the first time. It's nuts. Sweet. Well, I'm going to start yeah. mine soon as well. I don't have a garage with a simulator, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So just take it down to the street corner. It'll, it's totally normal. Yeah, I'm just going to go to the street corner. In Playa Vista uh, Concert Park and just start swinging these sticks around. Have the security called. Can't wait for it. Um, hey, it'll be you, you and the Tai Chi guys, you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, so Josh Kelly, trick shot artist, at hole-in-one trick shots on Instagram with the number one, not the word. Um, just to give some backstory on Josh, we met a few years ago at the PGA show. He's a great dude. Um, but this is from Golf Digest. Okay, why am I going to give an intro when I have one from Golf Digest? Sure. It says, Kelly has used darts, a champagne bottle, a stacked Jenga tower, a birthday cake, and his wife, not all at once, in various stunts over the years and continually aims to up his ante on his creativity. A must-watch for thrill-seekers and golf lovers alike with over 300,000 followers on Instagram and Facebook. Also, just set the new world record for longest trick shot 100 yards. We actually didn't talk about that on the show, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Mm-hmm. 
However, this was a fun show because this is our first trick shot guy that we've had, and Josh might be the best out there. And so understanding just the, the first things that come to mind of, you know, how long does a classic trick shot take? Um, how did you get started doing it? What's the business side of this look like? Um, but then there was also a lot of fun stories, right? Like the one with him and Tiger. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, getting to meet Tiger for the first time, getting to actually do a trick shot with Tiger. Um, I also thought it was interesting when we were just talking about how it translates into his, his actual golf game. Um, you know, the guy's a scratch golfer. He's plus one, he said at one point. But how, uh, you know, shout out Serm Daddy, um, you know, Seltzer, Seltzer enthusiast Matt Cermak, he's a big short game guy now. Uh, he mm. said his touch around the greens is better than it's ever been. And uh, as we know, Serm Daddy's a big short game guy himself. So he's, he, he's going to want to tune in, as, as will you. Yeah, so we're going to become trick shot guys just to improve our short game. And we also found out how much money you can expect to make based on your follower count um, yeah, on Instagram. So, so yeah, we'll make, we'll make six grand a year. We're excited for that. Um, yeah. Why don't we just kick it to the interview and uh, we'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Josh Kelly, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, boys. I'm excited. So we're excited to have you on because obviously I'm sure most people that listen to this podcast follow you on Instagram. Facebook, YouTube, all of the things, hole-in-one, trick shot. Um, and I know we talked about this a little bit before you came on the show, so I'm not sure if you've already given this some thought, but we wanted to start off with something fun to get inside your head, okay? If you were going to, a, to do a trick shot specifically for the par train, what would you do? And walk us through how you think about coming up with that new shot. Well, I mean... Yeah, for me, that, that's what people ask me all the time. And they're always like, you know, what, what's the uh, hardest part about doing trick shots? How many takes is that? But the idea is actually is, is the hardest part. I mean, I've been doing this for four years now, and I've done hundreds and hundreds of videos, hundreds of trick shots. And, you know, as I've done them, they become more popular. Uh, people see your success, and they try to mimic it or whatever it may be. So it, it kind of gets saturated. So coming up with new, fresh stuff is, is the hardest part a lot of times uh, i'll just get out there and start working on the shot and and kind of develop an, a, something another new idea will come from it or i'll just be out there practicing just kind of looking around in my surroundings like look, looking at trees or or buildings i can think stuff off or or kind of uh doing something like that so um i don't know a par train maybe you could do some sort of like a chain reaction shot you know what i mean think something like that so that's just kind of how i for the most part, I just kind of freelance, kind of get out there and, and uh, figure it out on the fly. So, um, yeah, I mean, I would love to, you know, chat more and think more about it. But uh, like you, like you, like I said earlier, it's just kind of most of the time just comes right off the top of the head. Yeah, I mean, we're idea guys. You know, we're happy to get down, take a whiteboard out, and and get together and you know whiteboard this. You know, that's no problem. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I I think at first my head went to you know you drove down in a. Hyundai Genesis did a trick shot out of the window. Um, shout out Genesis, you know. Yeah. I mean, should we I get mean, you yeah. on a train off the tracks? <laughs> and, I mean, seems right. Yeah, I mean, maybe we, maybe we can ride a Genesis next to a train. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, definitely shout out Genesis. They've been a huge partner of mine. I'm actually going to head out to the Genesis. It's going to be the Invitational this year. It's not the Open anymore. Oh, oh sure. Riviera. Uh, so, yeah, Tiger's going to be hosting that tournament. So, 
he's going to be one of three people that have an invitational, Jack, Arnie, and now Tiger. So it's pretty cool that uh, it's going to be the first event for that. But, yeah, shout out to Dennis. And it's funny that you mentioned training because um, it's actually something I used to do in my old job that I quit like a year and a half ago. I worked on rail cars for 10 years. So Well, there you go. Uh, maybe, maybe we can go back to my old rail yard. The guy's got experience. I love it. <laughs> feels like a, a prime opportunity for a kenny loggins montage at the rail yard but again we'll, we'll figure that out a little bit later yeah um <laughs> yeah. speaking of tiger you mentioned uh the invitational uh coming up when you found out that you were going to be able to do a trick shot with tiger what the hell was that like were you nervous were you excited all of the above i mean i i gotta figure that that's got to be pretty high on the golfer's list of anything, getting to collaborate with uh, with Big Cat. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, originally they, they contacted us and said, hey, Josh, we want you to come out to um, Tiger Jam in Vegas. You know, every year he does this charity uh, tournament out there, and they raise a ton of money for a great cause. But um, they say Tiger does a clinic every year, and, and, you know, people try to come in and get a seat early, and people are just sitting around for 15 minutes and not much to do. So they're like, hey, come on out and do a live show in front of these people you know, to kind of warm up for Tiger, be the Tiger's opening act. And I was like, oh, great. You know, I mean, that's, that's amazing. And I just told them, like, hey, if, if I can just meet him and get a picture with him, I'm, I'm happy. You know what I mean? So I, we went there, and I really, they're like, hey, we're going to try to get you to do a trick shot with Tiger, but we can't, like, guarantee that. And I was like, that's fine. I was like, I just want I just want to meet him. I mean, <laughs> this is a guy who I grew up idolized, and he's the reason why I do what I do. I mean, it's uh that tiger was nike commercial back in the day is what got me into doing trick shots so and playing golf in general so i was just super excited but yeah super nervous i got out there and there's 200 people 200 tigers guests i mean these guys are all you know very important people you know these guys are paying a lot of money to be there this weekend multi-millionaires so um yeah my, my hands were shaking so bad uh before before the show they're like hey come to the ninth green we're going to introduce you to tiger I'm sitting by the green and Tiger walks down from the car path, which is like elevated. So he's walking down like 30 feet and he just looked like a giant. And I was, I was so nervous, but he was honestly the coolest guy I've ever met in my entire life. I mean, me and him, we just chatted for like 15 minutes. He asked me question after question about myself. Uh, he had, you know, executives from MGM that he had to give chipping lessons to waiting there. He, he didn't feel rushed. He didn't rush me at all. He was very engaged in the conversation and he told me he's, seeing some of my videos so i think uh some of his team showed him my videos he's like you know he loved him and um it was just a great time um and so then i go to do the show and literally my hands were shaking so bad i couldn't see the golf ball i had <laughs> so i, I did this like high tee shot and i had to like rest my hand against my side to see it up and a, fun, a funny uh little something that happened with the show is um yeah so my first trick was reenacting tiger's nike commercial from back in the day and i'm yep. just kind of telling people how he got me into it and i did everything perfect at the end i swung and completely missed the golf ball with the wedge and it dropped straight Ooh. down and i was just like oh and tiger like yelled at yeah at least i hit it or something like that <laughs> and uh the rest of the show went great i got every shot almost first try from there on out and um everyone was you know entertained it was great and then everyone went inside they're like hey tiger's gonna go inside everyone's gonna go out and you know, tee off and play their tournament. Tiger's going to come back out to the range, and then you're going to just do a trick shot together. So he came back out, and we did a shot together, and it, it was great. Like, he was just awesome. Gave me a high five. And and um, the funny thing is I brought my 
brother-in-law out there with me to Vegas, and he's not really a golfer, but he's kind of hanging out. And after the picture out, they're like, "Hey, my brother-in-law. Hey, do you want a picture with Tiger?" And he's like, "No, I'm good." And <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, he said, no. He's like, he didn't want to take any more of his time, I guess. But you know, he but Tiger just looked at him and kind of laughed and just like walked away. And um, and, and then <laughs> Tiger won the Masters this year, and my brother-in-law texted me. Damn it, dude! I should have got a picture with Tiger. I'm like, yeah, of course. I'm like, bro, you're the first person ever of all time to turn down a picture with Tiger. Kind of crazy. But no, it was, I, it was great, man. It, it was awesome. I I think that's crazy. Like you said, that you you were so nervous just to do a trick shot with Tiger. And I got to think, you know, we hear all the time about these young guys that like like us grew up idolizing Tiger, got into the game because of Tiger, and to think that they get to then go play against him, I can't even imagine what that must be like in terms of nerves and, and having to actually deal with that like if you said if your hands were shaken to have to play a competitive round against him just shows you like the dude's still he still got it you know there it's it's no oh, joke absolutely. it's not even it's, it's like playing with him yeah it's definitely huge but it's the crowds that come along with it I mean, most of these guys that play with him for the first time they're not used to these big crowds i mean yeah i mean they're you're talking about like five six times people I mean, you go to any of these tournaments, it's just like you know where Tiger is on the golf course. It's just cute. Like, there's no, no question about where he is. Isn't it so classic, Strat, to hear that it's like classic Tiger camp when they come up to Josh and they say, hey, so we're going to try and get you to do trick shots. No guarantees. They're like the Secret Service, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's incredible. Awesome. Josh, I can't imagine no, what you yeah, did. When you saw the headline, Tiger and Kelly combined for a slick trick shot on ESPN.com. I mean, that's got to be a bucket list item right there. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing is, it's like, did I peak? It's like, is that, is that the highlight of my life? And you might have peaked. It's a pretty, it's a pretty damn good peak. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that peak. I'm cool with it. Yeah. You know, honestly, I, I called my dad on the way back from, to the hotel, and I was like basically in tears just telling him, like, it was honestly a dream come true. So. Um, yeah, that anything that kind of came after that was just kind of a, a bonus. But that day was absolutely one of the highlights of my life for sure. That's yeah, it's awesome. just one of those moments where you're sitting there and you're thinking, "Yeah, I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing," you know? Which is yeah. I mean, it's like it's like I can't believe that this happened from me bouncing a ball and making a few videos on online. It's just surreal. Yeah. So speaking of interaction with pros. Um, it sounds like this rang true with Tiger. I'm curious if, if this is true for other pros, but we were curious if you get extra respect or have a different kind of conversation connection when you meet PJ Tour pros, because I'd imagine you're one of the only non-pros that do something in golf that can do something they can't, right? So it, yeah. does that promote like a, a better, a, a deeper connection for you? Yeah, I guess you could probably say that. Um especially with guys that follow me, like uh, Charlie Hoffman and stuff like that. Um, there's kind of like a, I don't know if you could say mutual respect, but um, they, they're, some of them are fans of mine. They like what I do and they know how hard it is. So, um, But yeah, like I was at the Rocket Mortgage last year and they gave me player dining. So I walked in and there's just, I got to eat with all the players. And then I was doing a video with Troy Mullins and she was sitting down, down next to Bubba and Ricky Fowler. And so I'm like, oh, cool. So I sat down with them, and we're kind of talking about what I did. And, and Richie's like, yeah, I can't hit a ball out of the air to save my life. He's like, I'm pretty good with it off the ground, though. I was like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're, all right. you're all right, dog, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. 
classic. But, uh, I, I, I gained such more respect for Bubba after that day, meeting him and talking to him. Uh, I've always been a pretty, you know, I've always liked Bubba. I wasn't one of the big Bubba haters, but I could see where people may be coming from. But after meeting him in person, just he was he was the man. He was so cool. So I haven't really met a pro that I, I lost respect for or, or thought any less of. It's usually the opposite. So, okay, you, you know, you mentioned that – you you basically checked off you know the the pinnacle of your life by getting to work with Tiger. You started this career out just bouncing balls on your on a wedge. What uh what kind of led you to where you're at now? What were you you mentioned that you worked in a rail yard. You you know you're obviously a great golfer. At what point did you realize this is something I can I can do? This is something I can do full time. You know I can I can pursue this thing that uh, that I'm having fun with. Uh, just kind of walk us through the journey that got you to where you're at right now. Yeah, like you mentioned, I worked on rail cars for 10 years, a welder, train operator. I, man- I managed a rail yard, and I made great money. Um, I got into it, right? I dropped out of college and got into it. My dad was been doing it for like 40 years. So, uh, like, I was making good money, but I was traveling two hours each way. I was waking up at 5 a.m., driving two hours, and getting home at, like, 6 o'clock at night. And it was just – I did that for 10 years, and it wore on me. And, and golf has always been my passion. And after, like, five years of it, um, I started looking – how to how to get into the golf industry i was just kind of looking at maybe going to schools and being a you know, teaching professional this and that um and then one day there there was a competition trick shot competition make a video send it in and the winner got to go to boston play with four friends play with uh zach johnson a couple other pga pros i'm like oh sweet so i've done trick shots you know kind of growing up playing golf in high school a little bit in college and as i got bored on the range i was just kind of messing around with it especially ever since that tiger commercial but I've always been really good with that hand-eye coordination, being great juggler. So I was like, hey, I'll make the video. So I made a video. I uh, thought I was going to win. I was already asking my buddies. I'm like, hey, I'm going to win this uh, competition. You guys want to go to Boston with me? And uh, the day that the results came out, I ended up losing. There were four winners, and I wasn't even in the top four. And I thought it was, I thought it was totally BS. I was pissed off. So I was like, you know what? I'm, um, I'm going to start my own like Instagram account, and I'm, I'm going to just like – you know, you know, dominate the trick shot game and, you know, kind of show them. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of like a tip on my shoulder. Yeah. So I started my, my social media as just kind of a joke. And it's it was not really a joke, but something I did for fun. And actually, my first name, not many people know this, but when I first originally started my account, it was hole and one trick shots instead of hole in one. And the <laughs> oh. and one was kind of a, a play on the and one like basketball. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I skipped so, my loop. <laughs> I quickly realized I needed to change it to hole in one, but um, yeah, so it was just kind of, and then I, so I started making a couple of videos. I started getting, I was, I think I got $10,000 in like a month or two. And I was like, oh, wow, this is pretty cool. Um, and then I made a video with my wife where she was holding the champagne bottle and I tipped the golf ball and it popped the champagne cork off and it got like 40 million views. And it, I, I gained like 30,000 followers in a week. And, um, I was like, oh, wow, so people, like, companies were reaching out to me saying, hey, can we get, get you free clothes and free hats? I was like, oh, great. Like, I love free stuff. Like, great. Yeah. And, then, uh, yeah. and then I started gaining more and more followers, and then companies started offering me money to post stuff about their products. And I was like, oh, this is great, too. And then I started doing live shows. Me and Coach Rusty hooked up for a live show for the Big Ten Championship for golf. And um, then I was like, wow, with the branded content, with the live shows, I may be able to uh, – you know, do something full time here. And then my agent at the time, 
uh, well, he's still my agent, actually. He's the CEO of Swing U or Swing by Swing at the time. Uh, we're a golf GPS app. So he offered me a job to do online instruction and uh, branded content, which I'm still doing now. So being able to do that from home and then my social media stuff as well, um, that allowed me to quit my job. And that was about a year and a half ago now. And it's just kind of, that's just kind of where it was. Just making that one viral video, I was like, wow, people kind of like to see this. Let me just keep going. So I started just putting more and more thought into it um, and more and more time. I would get home from work. Like I mentioned, I would wake up at 5 a.m., get home from work at 6, 6 p.m., and then I'd go run to the course on the summer days where it got dark at like 8 o'clock and, and film a video real quick. And I got a lot of hate. Like, there's been so many haters on social media, but like one of the of biggest things that I get is, oh, you're a silver spoon baby. Like, you know, you grew up in like, a golf course, this and that. And like, it couldn't be further from the truth. Like, I worked, I was busting my ass trying to, uh, you know, provide and, and get content. And um, so that that's another challenge that I had to kind of overcome is, is uh, the hate on social media as you grow your page to kind of, especially doing like trick shots in the golf space, people can kind of get on their high horse and say they're bad for golf and say they're this and that. But um, yeah, just kind of one thing led to another. I'm getting, I'm getting a little bit crazy here. I'm going off a different path. But yeah, one thing led to another, just put more time into it. And Maybe it's a little bit of luck. This was right around the Brian Bros, uh, who were doing trick shots before me. Yeah. Uh, Wesley Bryan got on tour, and George started doing, you know, focusing on his game more. So I kind of came in right at the right time. So a little bit of luck, a lot of hard work, and uh, yeah, here I am. You, so you mentioned that this is something I thought was interesting, the the social media hate, which, of course, I'm sure everybody has a some type of experience with that. And I feel like per, perhaps it's pretty unique when it comes to golf because it is a game so rooted in tradition. And, you know, it does kind of have this old money boys club vibe. What what was what was kind of the way that you had to deal with that? And and how have you how have you kind of dealt with it moving forward? Is it something that affected you? at the beginning because it's probably something new that you weren't used to or is it something that you were able to kind of just like put into the background how do you, how do you work with that uh it, it definitely affected me in the beginning um i would answer i'd read every comment and i'd answer everything back uh, especially well typically i would just answer the hate back which i realized that that's not right like 95 percent of the comments were positive and then there's probably five percent if that maybe not even that much saying something bad but I've always mm-hmm. was inclined to respect the guy saying something bad, but of course. I just kind of learned that just let it go. It's not worth it. You know, move on or, you know, sometimes I'll block them if they say something crazy. Um, but there's no winning that argument. It's just ridiculous. You know, people say, Oh, this guy, he can do this. But he can't break a hundred. I'm like, whatever. It's not, I'm not going to try to <laughs> convince you that I'm a good golfer or, or something like that. So, yeah, but I've had, I've had some crazy times. Like I have kids, I have two kids and, one time this guy kind of wished something bad. I'm not even going to repeat it, but he wished something bad on my son. Ooh. And I was just like, human, bro. Like, it's just like, yeah. Serious. Oh, yeah. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, so most of the time, like, I've, I've had some people talk trash, and then I met them in person, and they were completely different. Um, mm. I had this one guy who did not like trick shots at all. He was making videos bashing it. And last year I was at the PGA show, and we did a live show uh, on Demo Day. And I look out before we start. That's there's the guy like standing there about to watch my show. I'm like, oh, here we go. I'm like, I'm gonna get like, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna have this guy hating on me. So I walked up to him before I even. Show. I was like, dude, I thought you hated trick shots. He's like, ah, oh, man, you know, it's just jokes. And then after the show, he's like, man, that was really impressive. 
Yeah, I'm big surprise. Making a video, I'm gonna say, uh, you know, apologizing stuff like that. I'm like, so that's that's kind of what I learned. That most of the time, people will be different to your face and the, how they'll act behind the keyboard. So of course, I just kind of learned that. Just kind of let it go. It's not worth it. But yeah. every once in a while, I do. I still do get it by myself in an argument. Get pissed, but <laughs> it's a lot less now than it was. It's kind of crazy, Josh. That see, if if you would have told me this before, I I would have thought the only hate you would get on a channel like yours is that it's fake. I wouldn't think that people oh, yeah, would that, come I up. I get that a lot. I mean, I, I don't mind those. People say, oh, it's fake, or you took a lot of tries. Like, it, I, that doesn't bother me. But Haters going to say it's people fake. People are like, oh, you're a silver spoon baby. I'm like, dude, I, I'm one of 10 kids. My dad was a pastor growing up. We didn't, we never had a lot of money. My first, actually, funny story, my first set of golf clubs, my first set of irons I've ever bought, I bought with, um, I won a miniature golf tournament when I was 14 years old for $500 and I went and bought my first uh, pair of, or my first set of tailor-made racks with it. So um, I was playing this knockoff brand before then. So didn't have much money growing up. So when people say that kind of, it kind of upsets me a little bit, but people are always like, you know, as well, they're just like, oh, trick shots are bad for golf. And what, what's the point of this? This is pointless or this and that. Just, they'll always find something to hate on. Yeah, yeah. They're still watching it too. So jokes yeah. on that. That's what I tell you. I'm like, dude, it's entertainment. I'm like, just yeah. it's not pointless. You could say any form of entertainment is pointless. So you can go watch a movie and you can watch the movie the entire time saying, oh, how long did it take them to film this movie? Or what's the point of this movie? It's entertainment. Yeah. You know I mean, that, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, I think it's a, it kind of blows my mind, actually, that people are hating on your stuff because it's like the easiest, most fun thing to watch that there is if you're into the game of golf or even if you're not. It's just fun to watch you do and one-up yourself so you know for any of you guys getting hate yeah, out there sure. just remember josh kelly's getting <laughs> hate too so i mean everybody is yeah no i i think there's a good amount of golfers who love it. i think most like i said before most people like it but there's a there's a few golfers out there who think they're cool too cool for trick shots they think they're they're stupid or whatever it may be so i don't think there's any change in those guys' mind it's just kind of is what it yeah. is yeah well josh you we appreciate you giving us the context. It's good to, to hear you started on the par train and, and you moved up. Um, yeah. Talk to us about a little bit more of the business side of like a quote YouTuber, right? I think there's a lot of, um, it's funny. There's a lot of misnomers out there. Like for example, yesterday I just saw something that like, and this is separate from YouTube and Instagram, but it's similar. You know, if you have a million streams on Spotify, you make like right. six to eight grand. Right. And yet the the assumption is if you have a million streams on Spotify, you're like you're making it right. right. And so yep. talk to us a little bit about the business side of a YouTuber, what you focus on most, maybe some advice someone to for someone that's looking to start their own channel and maybe how like the, the business side works of it, around that. Yeah. So um, good question. A lot of people always ask me. On, on Instagram, you get paid per view. I mean, that's not the case for Instagram. The only way you can make money off Instagram is, right now at least, is sponsored deals. So, so companies will come to you and, and say, hey, I'll give you X amount of money to incorporate my product. Uh, YouTube is obviously a little bit different. As you know, you get you can get paid per view or per thousand views, what they call a CPM. Um, it's typically a pretty low CPM. And it can range between $1 and $10 for a thousand views on uh, on YouTube. So essentially you could, you know, if you're getting $10, $10 a thousand views, 
you can make a hundred dollars for a hundred thousand views. So, or, um, wait, did I do that math wrong? <laughs> whatever it may be. Ooh, it, we're not numbers when it comes guys. To you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it may be for you, when it comes to YouTube, it's, it's a lot of guys. I mean, it's really hard to make a living off YouTube. I mean, you're talking about, you need probably five to 10 million views, you know, you know every couple of months, if you want to try to make a, a living off YouTube. Wow. So, uh, one one of the things that I'm trying to do right now is I'm trying to grow my YouTube account. I'm putting a lot more effort into it, so it's a lot harder for me because uh, I'm just trying to do different content other than trick shots. But um, yeah, if you're somebody out there who's looking to, you know, make a living making content, number one, it's not easy at all. I, I find myself putting in a lot more hours than I used to work, and um, probably making right around the same as I was before, but obviously I enjoy what I'm doing a lot more, but, um, it's just, uh, I think essentially it comes down to grinding hard, producing content day in and day out and working on the side as well. For me, at least right now, I need my side job. Otherwise I, I probably could not, I have two kids and a family. I probably could not support my family on just my social media right now. So, um, a good rule of thumb for me is if you're smart enough, you should be able to make half of your following on your Instagram alone. So if you have a hundred thousand followers to be able to make at least 50,000 followers or $50,000 that year. Um, mm. That's just kind of a little, a little bit of rule of thumb for me that I've mm. kind of gone off, but you know, it, it definitely varies depending on what kind of content you make. Um, and for me with trick shots, it's been great, but who knows how long that's going to last. So, one of the things that I'm doing right now is I'm in the process of getting my PGA certification. I want to eventually become a teacher. I want to have my own teaching academy, things like that. Obviously, creating content is going to be a part of me, something that I'm going to do uh, forever. But as far as people just making a living on so making content on social media, it's very difficult, and there's only a few doing it, and it's just um, it's a grind. Well, Strat, um, at our 12,000 followers, we can make six grand a year. So. Uh... Yeah, you got to be able to make at least six thousand dollars. Yeah, that's that, that's like three PXG wedges. So I'm in. <laughs> All right, so you yeah, mentioned you get a PXG sponsorship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> come on, come on, Bob Parsons, boom, baby. Um, so you mentioned that you're you're trying to uh, get your PGA certification, which kind of perfectly segues into the next question I, I you know from watching all the shots that you're able to do and the way that you're able to shape the ball i have to imagine you're a pretty damn good player although you said that people don't think you can break 100 but yeah. you know how has the the trick shot stuff how how does that transfer to your game do you find that it has allowed you to you know do you see the course differently or you know how much are you focusing on your actual game on the course uh, versus just the trick shots that's a good question. I mean, it really depends on what shot I'm doing. Because um, I've had shots that have messed up my game. You know, as far as, like, I've done shots where I will put a ball into the ground, I'll top it on purpose. You know what I mean? Just, like, I'll yeah. just over and over again just top the ball on purpose. I'm kind of getting that negative angle attack, especially with a driver. And then I get out to the course, I'm like, oh, I'm hitting everything, like, low and real spinny because I'm just sitting down on it too much. Mm, right. Um, but for the most part, trick shots have helped my game, especially the feel around the green. Um, my hands are really good. My short game is probably the best part of my game right now. Uh, I am a I'm a scratch golfer. I was a plus one in the summer, but right now I'm a point three. I think um, I won the club championship at Langston Country Club this year. Um, so I'm, oh. I'm a pretty good golfer. I'm not 
the best golfer in the world by any means. Um, people think all the time, hey, you need to, so this is the two things I get. Either you need to be on tour or you're the worst golfer ever. <laughs> people say <laughs> one of two things. And I'm like, come on, I'm like, somewhere in the middle of that. I tell people all the time, I'm like, I'm a scratch golfer, but I'm like 15 shots away from being on tour. It's not even, it's not even right how good those guys are. And it just basically comes down to, you know, everyone has this excuse, but I don't have as much time to practice. Like I said, I have two kids, I have a wife, I have a full-time job and I'm creating content. I'm traveling a ton. I only play golf maybe once every week or two. So, um, yeah, if I, if I put a little more time in the practicing and playing, I'd probably be a little bit better. But as far as the trick shots, for the most part, I think they have helped my game. But like I said, if there's that kind of unique shot that I'm going for, it can mess up my swing here and there for sure. So building off of that, Josh, this was actually the one question I wanted to know the most from you, and it, it builds off Stratton's question. So if I was able to do the trick shots you do, I feel like I could get into this trap where I would be so frustrated if I'm playing and I miss a regular shot. Does it ever come to mind if you don't play well, like how you can hit a ball moving in midair when it bounces off the grip of your club and the club goes in the bag and you smoke it down the middle versus when the ball is just sitting on the tee and you can't hit it well? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I get so frustrated. Um, I played yesterday, actually. I played uh, like 12 holes, and I didn't play great. It's still freezing cold here in New Jersey. It's kind of tough to play in these conditions. But, yeah, there's a couple of circumstances. I'm like, what the hell was that? I mean, it's like, <laughs> but uh, when I'm doing my trick shots, I mean, like I said, I do live shows where I get shots once or twice i mean but when i'm actually filming for the most part on average these shots are taking me between 15 to 30 minutes to get so yes i have like i have really good hand-eye coordination things like that but you know it, it takes it takes some tries to get it when you're on the golf course you only get one shot you only get one try you don't get a no more no mulligans you know what i mean so um yeah i mean it's frustrating i when i don't play good golf uh, i mean i get very frustrated i don't break any clubs or anything like that but i come really close this summer a snap and a few clubs over my knee but yeah it's, it's like come on man you can you can skip a ball across the lake and hit a dinga piece out but um you just missed a five footer for par so <laughs> it's just it's golf golf is hard and it really is it just that's basically what it comes down to it's golf is hard you damn right it's, it's golf is hard no matter who you are i mean if you look at these guys on tour look at tiger i mean how can tiger uh, go through that stretch where he couldn't hit a chip shot to save his life, but he's the best golfer of all time. It's, there's no real explanation for it. Yeah, so, okay, you mentioned that it takes you sometimes 15 to 20 minutes to do these trick shots. Is I, I, That blows my mind because I used to skate growing up, and I remember practicing tricks for hours and over and over and over and over until you finally get it. Is it, does it, are there ever any tricks where it's taking that long or is it just something where you're like, I'm going to give this a shot and if it works, it works. And then we move on. And if it doesn't, then I'm going to try to find something else. Cause I, I mean like the one that you just posted where you hit it off the club and then the club goes in the bag, that shit looked insane. I can't imagine how long that would have taken to try to, to try to figure that one out. Yeah. I mean, that one took about 30, 35 minutes of filming and I got kind of lucky, but yeah, I mean, there's times where I've, there's shots that take me hours. I mean, especially when I first started, um, I was spending hours on these shots, so I'm so motivated. Nowadays, I don't have as much time. <laughs> if I can't get it within 20, 30 minutes, I'm moving on. You know what I mean? So, but for the most part, I, I haven't really got to a shot that's really 
took me that much time, especially of late. But luck has so much to do with it. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. I'll do a shot, try to get the ball in the hole, and it'll lip out like two times, and it's just like, dude, literally a centimeter <laughs> to the right or a centimeter <laughs> further or shorter. Like, I'd be over it. I'd be done. I'd be, like, I'd be trimming this video and, and posting it right now. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, it can get frustrating. Um, but like I said before, thinking up the idea, you know, having the skill to pull it off, being able to get out there with your cameras and stuff, edit it afterwards, that's, that is most of the battle. Yeah, I mean, I, I know you said a lot of people say you're not growing the game, which is crazy because I think – you're probably one of the few people that are growing the game and just bringing more people into it. Um, and we're all about that, but our thing is more about letting the game grow you because after yeah. all, if, if we get people to play golf and get on the course and then leave the course pissed off, you know, it doesn't do anyone any good. So we're curious for yeah. you how the game of golf has helped you grow as a person. I mean, that's a great question. I mean, like I said, I, I've been playing golf since I was in high school and I had a really bad temper back then because a lot of times when you're playing competitive golf and you're not playing well, it's tough. I mean, I remember one time I got my driver reshafted um, before a tournament in high school and it was supposed to be extra stiff. And this was the flimsiest driver shaft I've ever seen in my life. I was missing everything right all day. And my buddy was in the green behind me and he's just laughing after I missed one way right. And I just took the driver and snapped it like <laughs> with two hands right out in front of me and just bent it and snapped the, the driver. And uh, like I would hit my bag, like I broke my bag stand a few times. And I just realized that that's not the way to act. I mean, you know, it's just like you said, golf is golf is such a special sport. And, you know, you're going to play well sometimes. You're not going to play great. You know, you're going to play great. Not going to play so good sometimes. It's just, a matter of managing expectations. I think that's what gets away from a lot of people is they get out to the course, they haven't played, they haven't practiced, and they expect to, you know, shoot par or break par, and it's just not going to happen, and they just get angry and break some clubs. But this game has done so much for me. I mean, without this game, I have no idea where I would be. This, mm-hmm. it's really when I'm playing on the golf course, those five yeah, those five hours, I don't think of anything. Being a, like an influencer per se, or some guy who does content. I have to force myself to get my phone and record a swing while I'm playing golf. Otherwise, I won't touch my phone. It's something that my wife absolutely hates. And for me, I'm on my phone almost all the time. But when I'm on the course, I really do not think about anything else other than playing golf. It sounds so cliche and, you know, whatever it may be, but it's the absolute truth. So it's really my, like, sanctuary to where I go to clear my head. And, I mean, I just – I don't know where I would be without this game. So I owe everything to it. So anything I can give back to it um, and just, I can't even probably begin to speak for how much this game has taught me and, and molded me to the person who I am today. Yeah. I think what you said is awesome. It, it, especially today to have five hours to yourself outside where you're not really thinking or connecting with, you know, the digital world and you're with your buddies or you're with strangers playing a game. It's, it's pretty special. It's probably why, uh, probably why so many people play this damn sport. Yeah. It's the the most people and, and also just kind of aggravating game ever. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. You know, I've, I've snapped a club in my day and goddamn it's satisfying, but, uh, I try to keep it to just one because it's it's a tough look uh, when you're with your buddies. (laughs) 
it's funny. Uh, yesterday when I was playing, there's a little pond here, and I saw somebody must have threw a club the other day because there's a grip sticking right out the middle of the pond. And it's just hilarious <laughs> to see. <laughs> so, so besides Tiger, you know, and, and you've mentioned that, that this this game has been able to to take you places you didn't you think you could go. You know, what are some of the the cooler experiences that you've had, and what are what are you kind of hoping? uh for the future for you what are you hoping 2020 will look like in terms of of where you're going to be where where you'll be headed yeah i mean like like we mentioned tiger was one of the major things um but another really cool experience that i had last year is i i mentioned earlier i go to the genesis open every year which is going to be the genesis invitational this year but last year i got to perform in front of 800 kids at the genesis open and this was actually during round during thursday's round guys were out there playing and we had 800 kids on the range and I was just doing shots for them. And, and every shot, they were absolutely amazed, just like screaming as loud as they could. I could never heard kids scream this loud in my life. And, uh, they probably heard it throughout the entire course, but, um, that was an amazing experience. And then playing in the pro-am last two years there at Riviera, I got to play with Bryson DeChambeau the first year and then Cameron Smith, the second one, and just getting to know these guys and, and just kind of seeing how they operate on the course has been, absolutely amazing so um just kind of you know just for 2020 i think i'm going to try to spend more time to connect with other golf content creators and content creators in general and kind of get with them and, and see how they operate and collaborate more um obviously would love to continue to go to these pga tour tournaments and meet these new golfers and but I just love meeting other content creators as well, just kind of talking with them. And we kind of share the, a lot of the same same stuff that we struggle with and this and that. And, and it's kind of the journey we've been on. Um, I got to meet, like I said, Troy Mullins last year. She's uh, one of my favorite. Tanya Tare, she's a trick shot girl as well. We went to Tokyo together last year. Um, she's amazing. Coach Rusty is one of my best friends that we've met. You know, we kind of grew up. I grew up, but we started our trick shot channels right around the same time and it's grown to be really best friends. So um, it's great to meet those connections and, and just develop that relationship with other content creators. Well, Josh, we appreciate you coming on. We're excited to collaborate on this par train trick shot. I mean, we're looking forward to seeing, you know, what you come up with. And is there anything you want people to look out for? Um, obviously if you guys aren't following him, you can follow him at, at hole in one trick shots. That's the number one, not the word on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, everywhere. Um, anything you want people to look out for before we let you go? Yeah. I mean, just if you have a second, hop on my YouTube, my YouTube channel is actually Josh Kelly golf because, um, we're going to be doing a lot more of the trick shots on there. Oh, sweet. Um, for the breaking records, trick shots, doing, you know, what's in the bag, instructional videos, things like that. So. If you're looking for some golf content, go there. But yeah, just going to continue to great trick shots, great content, and and just kind of uh, follow along, and hopefully you'll enjoy. Awesome. Well, awesome. thanks so much for coming on, Josh. Have a great rest of your year, and when you're coming to the Genesis Invitational, um, Drat and I might be there. So give us a shout. Absolutely, boys. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks, thanks Josh. Josh. See ya. Bye. say a couple of things we just test sound real quick make sure it records
Yeah, testing. One, two, three. Josh Kelly here. Testies. Testicles. <laughs> Is that good? <laughs> you, you oh, that's good. Strat, I got your laugh. <laughs>